With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by Bookmakers.com. And welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. It's me again. It's Shawnee again. It's not going to be as serious as last night. It's not going to be as tight out as last night, um, which was a brilliant show, by the way. Go and watch it or listen to it. It was absolutely excellent, if we do say so ourselves. This is NTK, no transfer knowledge. And me and Shawnee are going to talk through the Premier League. Um, different clubs, different players being linked, what we think might happen, what might not happen. We'll, we'll go through it all at the, from start to finish. And the people in the chat... Hit the like button if you're in here. Easiest thing in the world to do, hit it. But also, if you've seen any links to players, whether it be Liverpool, United, Chelsea, Arsenal, whoever in the Premier League, throw them in there. I'll try to keep a track of them and we, we bounce them off, Shawnee, as we go. This show is brought to you by bookmakers.com. Um, if you gamble, please gamble responsibly. If you don't, this is probably not a website for you, but could be um, if you wanted to go and look at stats, comparisons and stuff like that. It's handy for your fancy football, actually. Um, but, Shawnee, how are you? Good, yeah. Good. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. yeah, didn't didn't watch any of tonight's football now. Neither did um, Didn't bother where they were. <coughs> yeah, all good. Everton are 18, Shani. They've dropped into the bottom three tonight. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look I want to talk about them later. I want to talk about them later. Yeah. Um, Chris Golding says, hashtag Gav the head slapper. Obviously, because I said Jürgen Klopp needs a slap in the head last night. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Jono says his car broke down today, and it's clearly Pep Linder's fault. Well, that's how the world works, Jono. Um, let's be honest. Um, but I'm, look, I'm just going to throw names with Shani and see where we go. Right? Um, I'm going to start off with Chelsea, though, um, because I was going to start with, with something they're linked with, but Enzo Fernandez and Chelsea. And we've heard all week, We've heard all week by varying people that Chelsea are in for Enzo Fernandez. The deal is ready to go. It'll be fine, lawyers. Chelsea are going to pay beyond the buyout clause in order to pay in instalments. Everyone has hung their, hung their hat on this all week. And tonight we're hearing reports that there's no deal um, with Chelsea and Enzo Fernandez or Benfica um, because Chelsea apparently offered €85 million Euros and not the €127 million Euros that was being rumoured. That deal is not going ahead. I, I reckon, I don't know if Enzo Fernandez is only back at Benfica 
in the last 24 hours anyway because I've seen other Argentinian players turn up at clubs in the last 24 hours. But Benfica, if if clubs are circling here, Benfica are sticking to what, what they've said. £106 million, I think, is the, is the price, isn't it? €120 million. Euros. Um, and if you don't pay it, he's not going. End of story. Yeah, look, that's Benfica's model. Like That's what it has been. I read somewhere the other day that they've made well over a billion in transfers in the last 12, 13 years. Think of the names that have gone from there throughout the years. Most recently, Darwin, but you, Di Maria, you had... Um, David Luiz was another. Uh, Joe Felix, you know, so that's the model they kind of apply really well where they take these players in and look, they, they bought, I think Fernandez uh, is only there six months and he mm. slapped 120 on him. And look, it was brilliant foresight because they knew we were obviously going to go to the World Cup with Argentina and like a stock will never be hired as a player. He walks away as a World Cup winner and, and a young player of the tournament. So, like I'd imagine that there's like Benfica are obviously under no pressure to sell him due to the the contract situation. But I'd say at the same time, they'd love for someone to come in and just give him the one twenty because I'd imagine they are that he'd had it invested elsewhere, and they seem steadfast on it. So, uh, I think the real winner there is actually Enzo Fernandez because I think six months after. Going there and off the back of a billion World Cup. Although I think he is a really, really talented player. I don't think he needs that pressure yet. I think another year, maybe 18 months in, in Portugal will do him fine. Like he's young, you know what I mean? Mm. The way I see it going with him is in the last two or three years of his deal at Benfica, he'll probably end up at Madrid or, or Barcelona might have that, that shit together at that stage. But Chelsea for me, like People are praising Bowley and all for all this stuff he's doing. It's just pure fucking scattergun. It's we have a lot of money and we're willing to spend it now. It's good to see that they kind of went down trousers down uh, on paying the 120, because that's what we all thought. But the rumor was they were going to pay more over time for them. Yeah. But Kevo Sullivan says that a big chunk of the fee will go to his former club. So if they took 85 million, they'll probably pay, see about 60 million. Yeah. Um, it's a big yeah. difference from the buyout. And, you know, and then I've heard, oh, you can get him for cheaper in the summer. And I'm like, how? Because he's only six months into a fucking deal. I find it hard to believe that after one season, his, his buyout clause drops after one season. Well, probably does. Really, Gabby, some of these, like some of these, are uh, clauses. They'll be crazy. You know what I mean? And when it says drops, it might only drop to ninety million. Yeah, but why? Why would? Why would um, a club sign a deal where they're getting a buyout of one twenty, and then after a year it's ninety? Because if you think about it as well, going back to Kev's point there, the the size of the fee. It doesn't really make that that big of a difference if you're giving out thirty percent to another club. So they're, they're probably at the same time going fuck that. Oh, I'm not giving River Plate bleeding, however much it is. You know yeah. what I mean? So oh, to be honest with you, Gab, I've absolutely no idea of the ins and outs. You you feel it's you just, feel he stays you feel he stays there in, in January though. I think so. Yeah, I can't I can't see anyone paying there. Look, look, it looks like Benfica are like very much. Hey, I get the fuck off. Yeah, because we're not gonna do it otherwise. Because such a big chunk of that going back to River Plate. 
yeah. they will want that pound of flesh. And this is literally their model. This is this is what they did. This is what they basically exist. And they'll happily keep them there for another six months to 18 months. I actually think I actually think it's a good move. I think it's a better move for him. Like Liverpool going in, like oh, I'm fucking sure Liverpool need a midfielder. But I don't think paying anything that much for Enzo Fernandez in this window would have been doing it maybe down the line. But yeah. you know, like we should oh. be looking we should be looking like the thing is apparently apparently Brighton were mad for him in the summer as well mm. to get from River Plate from yeah. River Plate just come off the back of um winning a uh, the Libertadores there. So look he's obviously like a brilliant player but I think Chelsea, not that they've dodged the bullet, I think Chelsea would be better off spending their money elsewhere, maybe. The only, my only worry is now, it looks like the Coisado might be an alternative to them. And yeah. I don't see them having any issue with paying exactly what Brighton want. Well, just sticking on them, right? And we and then we move away from Chelsea. But they've been rumoured to register an interest in Meslier, or Meslier, is that his name? The goalkeeper of Leeds. Um, that's apparently a rumour going around, but um, I'm not too sure what you make of that because they have Kepa and they have um, Mendy, isn't it? In goal, is yeah. it Mendy is it in goal. Um, and I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if Kepa's back in favour or what, but I wouldn't trust either of them really. Um, Mesli has been linked. He's he's younger than both of them. I think he might be the same around the same age as Kepa. But just on Chelsea itself, like you know, when you just said it there, people are people are praising them and saying, "Look at them, they're doing this and they're doing that and all." What do you make of it all? Like. Because I, I kind of get the feeling that it just feels like they're rumbling on as Chelsea in the same sort of way that they did when Abramovich was there, but Bowley is there now. So they'll run up this debt that's owed to the owner. Because at the end of the day, Chelsea ran up a debt of £1.6 billion to their owner. And that just shows how much they were spending above what they actually earn. But you're allowed to put money in as an owner and use it as a loan, you know, the sort of way. That's what it feels like to me. Clean kind of sleigh. They got bought over. They have a bit of wiggle room there. But do you see this continuing? Because people are saying, no, look, they're not hardly going to spend this now and never spend again. What, what do you make of it all? It's hard to know, really, how sustainable it is. Like, what sort of finance does Bowley have access to? And I think Galba playing for players. I think, I think that squad as it is is, is too big already. Mm. There's just too many players there doing nothing. Like, they signed your man, Zakaria. I don't even know whether he's played or not. Yeah. The big thing for me, Gav, is, like, for years on that Chelsea, like, Abramovich would just sack managers and, until he won. Uh, and that would be it. Like, mm. literally, I'll sack yeah. a manager until I won. No real long-term vision. Literally just, we'll have another go this year. If it doesn't work out, I'll just get rid. And we might strike every couple, couple of seasons and that's it. But, I think if you're going to give someone like Graham Potter the job, you're going to have to give him at least three or four transfer windows. Now, how much how much are these like Graham Potter's players? Apparently, there was saying that Zakaria wasn't his cup of tea originally, and then he had a Bamiyang to deal with. He was just at the sign of Matushal. So, there's a bit of a mismatch there. I think Chelsea's squad needs a bit of trimming and walking around, but It'll be interesting to see what happens there. All we do now is that just that trying fucking win that they're trying money around like like there's now tomorrow. Mm. Um that they're trying to rob this fella as well off um Arsenal, aren't they, Mudrick? So uh 
I don't know. It's just another dog in the fight. To be honest with you, I thought Chelsea's, I won't say rain, but I thought their approach to the to football um, might have changed with under new ownership. But it looks like this fella is willing to spend as much, if not more, money than Abramovich was. Yeah, and like, you know, um, someone said there, like, uh, they had to uh, commit to 1.7 billion in investment when they took over. But the, the 1.7 billion investment was down to um, the stadium, um, the women's team, I think, the, the training ground. There was all sorts going on. And, and apparently, the amount of money it's going to cost to redevelop Chelsea's ground of Stamford Bridge is fucking colossal money. Yeah. Um, colossal yeah. money. But the area is in London as well. It's yeah, funny. and the price is going to be absolutely yeah. off the charts. And, you know, I can, like, John says there, 70 million for Fana, 60 million Chucharella, 30 million Kula Bali, 35 million Bally Shield. You've got 50 odd million, was it, on, on Raheem Sterling? So there's a lot of money going in there. But yeah. I'd kind of expect Chelsea in the summer, you know, bash all this in now, try making it in the Champions League, and then the summer look to these four go. Do you know what I mean? And then we bring in two, and then these four go, and we bring in, and you trim it that way, where you trim it back to. But they probably will look, because an American owners um, are looking to spend that money and and use this kind of free hit that they have a little bit at the moment to really bolster the squad or, or the and and see where they are from there. But they'll have to at some stage pull it back because they can't just keep signing players um, and and not let any go. But there might be a few there. But in, in, in saying that, in saying that, their wage bill did come down because they lost a few on, on freeze as well. Say again? They picked the lad up, they picked the fellow up from Red Bull, didn't they? The sporting director. Oh, they could have. I, 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 yeah, I honestly did. don't know. Yeah. And they signed that lad from Villa as well. So there is some sort that of, there is an eye on, on down the line, obviously. Um, Kevin Sullivan did, said, I've completely forgot about that yet. And Kunku as well, 70 million. Like, it's a lot of money. And like, I hate to say be careful what you wish for because I'd love Liverpool to, to splash cash, but I think in Chelsea's instance, they do have to be careful because look at the shit show Barcelona are at the end and opening. Like, there's nothing to suggest that won't happen at Chelsea. You know what I mean? Because the infrastructure is not really there for them to be doing what he's doing at the moment. When you even looking at the money that City spent, they have all, they have it all propped up by their fake businesses or whatever. It adds up in their mind, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. whatever way Bowley is approaching this, I, I, I really don't fucking know it. Yeah, we'll have to. I think, I think when I'm coming in last summer and having this and this window, you probably you'll probably see a couple go out with Chelsea where I could see a Bamian going out with Chelsea. That's being honest with you, I could actually see yeah. him leaving Chelsea. Um, but you'll see others around him going, and there might be one or two where you go, Wow, this fucking sold him, but you know. It, they, they'll have to level it out at some stage. Um, just on Mudrick, though, you know, he's literally told Arsenal, like, I don't know how many times he wants to play for. Yeah. Um, it's Shaq there he plays for, isn't it? Um, Shaq yeah. Um, they, they're, like, they're just stuck to, we want this amount of money. It's close to, I think it's close to 80 million pounds they're looking for, um, which is colossal money. He's really good. I, anything I've seen him, he's really, really good. And you know what? Arsenal drew a game against Newcastle last night. And I watched a bit of Arsenal fan TV, I think it was, last night, and one or two on Twitter that I follow. And straight away, two things popped up. Straight away, their, their, their nerve went very quickly, 
over this league, which was surprising because they were like, we don't have the players. We're like, hold on, a week ago you were going on about if we win another 14 games, we could eclipse Liverpool start of the season in 1920. Um, and I have, and I've seen on Arsenal fan TV, the Baldy fella, I don't know what his name is, um, he's a guest, but he was saying, you know what, if Arteta's done great together where we are, but we need this and we need that. And, you know, that starts to slip in once a draw happens because they know City are coming. Regardless of what happens with Chelsea and City, um, which is tomorrow, isn't it? Um, regardless of what happens there, City are coming. There's no doubt about it. And then I, I kind of get 13, 14 Liverpool vibes off them when I look at, you know, how many players they have and on the bench. And it was um, Harry Simeo, isn't it, from 90 Minutes. He was saying what he noticed was how hesitant Arteta was to use his bench and has been hesitant to use his bench at times outside of these 13, 14 players. So, is he the player they should go for, Shawnee? Because they do need one. If they want to, if they want to take this chance, because I think it's a massive chance for Arsenal. Massive. Because I think United are getting stronger. Liverpool will certainly be back. City. Um, you know, Newcastle ain't going anywhere for the moment and will look to build. It's a massive opportunity for Arsenal. Not only to get in the Champions League, but to have a good run at the league. Do they have to... Do they have to get this done or do you think they should look at elsewhere for different sorts of players? Because they do look a bit light when you look at the, the, the lineup and then the eleven or the the subs as well. But this this one seems to be dragging on forever. Yeah, I think they need one or two. Um he definitely looks like a good player. I've seen him against Celtic in the Champions League and against Real Madrid and he does he looks the business. Mm. But like Shakhtar again, we learned years ago that they can be a pain to deal with. It's still the same fella in charge there. Um, and they've kind of named that price. And you've seen them doing it for years with Willian and Mkhitaryan and, and Fred. Again, similar to Benfica. They're well aware of their players' values. And a lot of people might not think Mudrick is worth 80 million, but he's certainly worth 80 million to Shakhtar. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the way they look at it. And I think that's kind of the way he's gone at it. Like I think Gakpo would have been a brilliant signing for Arsenal. Well, I thought, And I really thought that might be one they do from underneath the nose United before anyone had any clue he was going to Liverpool. And I think they need a midfielder as well. I've enjoyed watching an Arsenal, but I get what you're saying with the 13 14. That, that they will get the scores because we learned the hard way, Gab. Like, it draws a loss in this league, especially if you want to win it. And the thing is with Arsenal, they're kind of shooting for the shooting for the stars now if they land on the clouds they'll be alright because I think when they get to May and they're in the top four they will see the season as a success um, and I genuinely believe the fans when they say that I know they're in a really really good position now but I think in their heart and hearts they know that a title a title I even think a title race may be beyond them a little bit because I do think City can although they haven't at the moment I do think my, my thing with City is that if they win tomorrow they, they're, they're five points behind Arsenal and they're literally bringing Alvarez and um, what's his name back? Alvarez and someone else have sent themselves today when they put them two in the team. You know, it'd be, it'd be massive. And, and that's, they're just, they're a machine. We we know it. We're speaking of experience. We're not doing it out of hope or expectation. We know how good City are. And they'll unleash, oh, it was Foden. Foden that hasn't seen much since he came back. Um, so, you know, I, City... Although they're five points behind, you're kind of going, they're bringing Foden and they're bringing um, Alvarez back into this squad. They might do one in January, you never know, but Arsenal, I think, might have to... Um, 
I, I think Arsenal are future planning here because I, I, I'm still of the opinion, I'm still of the opinion that you'll see um, Martinelli or Saka leave Arsenal in the summer. That's just that's just my opinion. Um, I could be I could be wrong, but I genuinely do see um, Saka or Martinelli leaving Arsenal in the summer for big money. I think someone will come in and go mental, and I think I think it'll be City. I think one of them will be the um, replacement for Maris at City. Um, so that's just my thinking on it, and maybe, maybe that's that's the way it'll go. Shiny, be mute with yourself again there, so I'll just hit that button again, and you should be fine. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go on and talk Liverpool though. Let's talk a few Liverpool ones, right? So, um, I watched the highlights of Everton against uh, Brighton and Hove Albion from last night, and I spoke to one person today that said they watched it. All and they were just like, fucking wish you had Saido on that team because he just ran amok yesterday. Um, won everything. Um, every second ball, got on the ball, played football, passes. He hits a brilliant pass with the first goal as well that takes uh, Patterson completely out of the game. And that name is the one that's kind of hovering around most at Liverpool in Saido. Nothing coming forward. That that name is just being out there. Nothing really mad solid on it. I'm going to be honest with you, like, as people come on here and think, oh, we're going to talk about Saito. I don't think there's anything solid in it. I think it's a name that Liverpool maybe like, but nothing's come out where Liverpool are absolutely going after Moses Saito because um, I haven't seen that in solid, but from what I've seen last night and in the World Cup, Shawnee, and you're saying Chelsea be more than willing to pay, I, th- I still think he's the one that you should go for. He's the cheapest option out of the three that's being mentioned in Bellingham and... Um, Enzo Fernandez, he's the cheapest option. He's Premier League. Um, he's played in the Premier League now for a season and a bit, I think. Um, and I just think, why not? Like, just go and make it happen. Because you'll, you'll, if it doesn't matter that it's January, just do it. You're gonna if you're gonna do it in the summer, do it now. That's that's my argument. And I, I every time I see him now, I just I just love him. everything about him. Yeah, he's a brilliant player, and he looks exactly exactly. Like what we need. He reminds me of Janie. Um, he reminds me of Janie by what I'm saying. I thought he was even brilliant at the World Cup as well. And before that, and to be honest with you, I've had an eye on him for a while because Key Plunker at this parish loves him. Gave a shit of him before he even signed for Brighton. Ages ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, he genuinely did. He did. I remember him on a show. I think United were trying to buy him for eight or nine million, I think, at the time. And he ends up at Brighton and Keith is saying, this lad is going to burst on the scene. He's going to be brilliant. So, kept an eye on him, uh, and he's he's absolutely he's a smashing player. And I think just the, the, the only thing going against us is now the fucking everyone has money in the Premier League these days, and Brighton don't really need to sell him. You know? <coughs> yeah, Brighton, Brighton are having a right go themselves this year the, the Premier League, and they could actually find themselves ending up in Europe in one of the European competitions come May because they've been really really good and. Look, if you could give me one now, one midfielder that's available, because I know, look, obviously you'd fucking you'd pick the obvious, but out of the options who are available, it has to be him, and and that's why kind of I was hoping Chelsea would sign Enzo Fernandez. Because I do, yeah, yeah, I do think they will turn up, and they won't fucking they won't haggle over fears. Apparently, his his wage is really really mm. it's doable. And that's what made me think that this deal was made for Liverpool. But 
there's been noise, but it's been quite a last few days and I really fucking hope you get him. I hope it's not a case of turning around by saying I wait until the summer because I have a really fucking bad feeling about what we're doing with midfield, to be honest with you. Well, Chris Golden yeah. says, Brighton ain't selling. He bossed last night and they'll be thinking top six. They make more money keeping him till the summer. And Chris Brack says, Saicedo isn't getting any cheaper in the summer. Sometimes you have to take the hit when you mess up. And that's a good point. It's probably cheaper to do it now than the summer because summer yeah, lands oh, and they end up in top six. Yeah, it's going to cost you more and more again. Um, Laszlo reckons they're a selling club. All you have to do is meet the price. Well, yeah, on, top of that, on top of that, we do need to let one go. Hmm. If I bring it in. Like, that, and like, that's, it's not a monetary thing. It's again, and you know what? It's like, I feel like fucking Bill Murray here in Groundhog Day. Yeah. If logistics of the squad don't, won't allow us to have one more non-home the only w- the only wiggle room is um maybe adrian leaving the club that's the only yeah, wiggle room i can see at the minute unless we, unless we they get this. unless they move on naby Keita in january but the, the, this, this what this what we were saying last night Shani. the logistics of the, the the squad leaves you very fucking hard to move around even if you want to because of what you've done in, or not done in the past um yes. but look i'm not going to burn your head out with nunes off um off wolves because I know that's completely fucking fucked up your head. A um, couple of more things on Liverpool. I'm not going near Bellingham because this week he's at Liverpool, next week he's at Madrid. Um, so and I said it before, nobody knows what's happening. But I, I yeah, believe, I, I, I believe wherever he's going is decided. I, I, the, the, I'll tell you what from like looking in, reading like the Spanish news and when you can and you kind of you see a trend with these players and it's kind of Madrid are dangling the card now using that like it's propaganda. That's what they do. Yeah. Um, but I just I think they I think the Spanish media may have misread Bellingham and what he's actually like mm. and Dortmund because the way they're painting it is that the financial package is what where Madrid have my strength over Liverpool in terms of what they're gonna offer and what they're gonna pay him. And I don't think that's gonna be the case, really, to be honest with you. Uh, I think if this does happen, it's going to be down, definitely lead down to. It's going football to be a reason forced. Football reason, yeah. yeah. So it seems like they're doing the usual, like they were parading fucking Mbappe around last year, only for, to what happened. He ended up yeah. at egg in that face, and then I only seen Mbappe come out going like, uh, in an interview going like I had people approaching me saying that I needed to apologise to Madrid because I apparently gave promises. He says I never even had a conversation with Florentino Perez. Yeah. No, it was never, it was never the conversation. I was only ever talking to PSG, and when I knew that was going to be over, but Madrid and their entitlement were like, well, fucking, he owes us an apology, and they they had shows and all about and that and Cheryl Guido, I'm sure a lot of people know from from Twitter and how dramatic it gets, but they <laughs> really look, they, they created this, they created this kind of siege mentality against Mbappe. And I think they watched the World Cup gone boy going, do you know what, lads? I think we need to fucking relax the cacks a little bit here because the chances are this fella's going to be available when he's 26, 27. And he's going to be the best player in the world, so we still might be able to get him. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. I don't know about, to be nobody, honest with you. Nobody knows. But yeah, look, the, we saw all the noise. It did seem promising, but we, we just don't fucking know, Gav. There's so much ambi- ambiguity going on around the club at the moment. Well, the only advice I give people is don't be getting wound up over these 
pretend the articles because that's literally what why they exi- exist they exist for your reaction mm. that's what it is for your interaction for you to retweet for you to turn I've seen, I've seen one journalist today what, Pep make, Linders make up a whole Pep fucking Linders. thing around Pep Linders the last yeah. fucking two years all the signings uh, the training and people absolutely eating it gobbling it and oh, then and then it's... and then turn around and deciding Pep Linders is the fella at fault you know, and I'm not saying Pepperinus is blameless and all this, but come on. And then they, they whack it behind the paywall so everyone gets even more intrigued. Um, it's, it's, I'll say it's one mad. thing. If we don't get Bellingham, we'll look like a right shower of fucking idiots. Well, yeah, especially after I went down at the World Cup and all. Um, yeah. uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, where am I going to go? Oh, last thing on, on Liverpool. Um, Coop Miners off Atlanta. Um, has been apparently looked at by Liverpool as well, but that's very, as somebody said in the chat earlier, that's very soft rumours. And Firmino, um, they're what they're all soft, oh, they're all, yeah, they're all soft as shy. Um, well, and, and then <laughs> we'll have a bit elaborate. It's a lot, it's all a lot of bollocks in there, really. 100%. 100%. So the last week ended up with his trousers around his bleeding ankles, you know what I mean? Ew. The guy- the Gagpo situation hasn't changed. Oh, still yeah, yeah. And I seen a fella that the best one I seen was um a fella the Mar- when when he signed for Liverpool, a fella said, uh, well you know you did have a full agreement. And I was looking at it going, Well they clearly didn't. So I tweeted him back and said, How do you have a full agreement on, on Cody Gagpo when you haven't even bid or, or had a bid accepted? Like what are you just talking about? Um but no, it's listen. It's insane, and and you've seen like, look, you've seen it there today, right? Enzo Fernandez. The story coming out now is that nothing's happening. But fucking three days ago, everyone was oh, telling you it was done. They were offering, they weren't offering one hundred and twenty. They were offering one twenty-seven. And trust me, they just put this down in a little website somewhere, and you go click, 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 and they're sitting there going, Deep couldn't give God. a bollocks where I row, couldn't Deep. give a bollocks where I row. You're clicking on that. The, the adver- advertising revenue is coming in tanks. Yeah. They fiend on it like crackheads. I'm not sure. It's like drugs. It's like yeah, heroin. It is. They fiend on it. They really yeah. do. They get lost in it. Yeah. And I, I, like, I remember years ago watching Deadline Day and fucking yeah, yeah, Paul Alvinio O'Connor was standing freezing his bollocks off on January. Ian Air in the background knocking the lights off at half five. Yeah, Ian Air like, going out on his Harley knocking the light off behind him and they were like, what's yeah. the story, Ian Air there? Uh, What's the story with Conor Plianka? Well, Bring listen, him Conor Plianka for a kebab somewhere. I might have been talking to Conor Plianka's agent for the last two weeks, but I actually turned out it wasn't his agent. It was a sole PE teacher. I might have been hoodwinked. <laughs> we have no chance of signing now. There's not enough time in the window. People just, just gobble her up, honestly. And look, it's it's silly season, so I just, but this it's ramped up even to 10 now to 11 after the fucking woke up because... Look at the shit they're all coming out with. Like it's it's absolutely it's hilarious. But like, but the thing is, like it, it, the thing is, right? You'll see you'll see some of them and they'll put out this stuff going, Oh, latest in this, click here for more. When you see click here for more, you know you're not getting more. Right? You're not no. getting more. You're getting the same thing you've just written on screen, but you when you click and you land on a page that advertises. Simple as that. But anyway, um we move on. Uh Brentford. Uh, look like signing Kevin Shack on loan from Freiburg, 
with the uh, with to make it permanent in the summer, twenty million um, deal, twenty five goals in twenty nine games for Freiburg. Um, attacker slash winger, you said to me, um, but when I seen it, I was kind of going, well, if Tony's getting a ban, this fella is lightning quick, plays up front, um, might be a bit of a uh, replacement for him. United apparently have contacted Crystal Palace about Butland on loan because they did have the Newcastle fella on loan, didn't they? Newcastle recall, yeah, which yeah. was a strange one. Uh, Leicester. Um, Victor Christensen, the left back. Um, that looks like it's going on as well. Um, where else did I want to go to? Oh yeah, Spurs. So Spurs won tonight after being terrible at the weekend. They bashed Crystal Palace tonight. They're back in a, in a race there for top four as we are. Um, talk of Pedro Porro and Marcus Edwards at sixty million combined from Sporting Lisbon, and I have seen a Spurs um, supporter comment on this and say. Only Daniel Levy can re- mess this up because we have a buyback on Marcus Edwards and a, and a buyout clause um, on Pedro Porro. Um, they're kind of two names out of the blue, weren't they? Well, they would have played against him in the Champions League. Yeah, I know, but the, the, the yeah, that hasn't been seen before. Edwards is a baller. He was very good in both games. Yeah. That's the only time I've seen him, I'm being honest. Yeah, he's really good. And I've seen him giving it a large one. To support because it looked like they kind of fucked him off, and he was a young lad, didn't they? He was. He's been in. He's been in Portugal for a couple of years. Hasn't yeah, he, he went to. He didn't go straight to Sporting. He went to. Um, I can't think of the name of the club, but he went there and he played about for, in 2019. He might be might be out on loan with Sports, and then he went off. So about three years ago, I think he went off. He's 24, and he went off to Portugal. And he had a good time there, and then he's moved on in in Portugal to Sporting Lisbon. Um, so. Any time I've seen him, I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's a player. Pedro Porro, I don't know much of, but they're going to need great. something because Conte's giving out, and you either fucking tell him to piss off or you give him money, one or the other. I suppose a powder keg ready to go, in my opinion. Isn't the, the director of football is in a bit of shit as well, isn't he? Because of the, his role and what's, what happened in Juventus as well, I believe. Right. So he, he could be getting locked up. As far as I know, I had a, I was reading about it earlier. Like, and I, it's not one of these kind of empty threats. Like, the serious fucking investigations going into what happened at, at um, Juventus, and apparently he's front and center. So, yeah, look, looking around the league, Gab, I think I think everybody needs somebody. Probably Bar City, mm. um, and like you know, it's look like they haven't got a pot to piss in. They they've been they basically told they be just scraping. Uh, up for something for a loan because it looks like that there's a saying not too far down the road there. Uh, yeah. I, I, and the and the debts and, and and this is only me and you saying this because we t- we talk regularly to yeah. a United fan who's not, I don't even think he's on Twitter. I don't no. think he's he's not no. on social media, so he doesn't have any reason to say this. And he was like, "Lads, that five hundred million debt is bullshit. It's 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 around a billion, yeah. and he just and our cash reserves are so fucking low at the minute. Kevin Sullivan says even more strange if you remember the Debravka what Debravka said joining Manchester United. I can't remember what he said. I don't listen to Martin Debravka. Now he played with him. Yeah, he <laughs> when I see him, Newcastle recalled the goalkeeper. I was like, from from United. Who was the fuck is that? And then I was getting all mixed up. But um, you'll have to tell us, Kev, um, what was said. Um, but yeah, United haven't seen anything on them really. Um, you know the Cody Gagbo thing. Just the, the Liverpool just went in and took him. So I haven't seen that after that. And there, there was talking like forward trying to get someone to pay Morata or Joe Felix's wages. So yeah, 
could be one to, to I'd say keep an eye on because they just look like they're desperate to get either of them out the door. And, and everyone uh, last week, Sean, you like the same again. Uh, last week, everyone was signing Joe Felix. Yeah, and then no one's signing Joe Felix. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's it's it, it all gets a bit strange. City haven't seen anything on them, but. We're gonna. We're not gonna stay much, too much longer. If anyone in the chat has any comments yeah. or questions, throw them in. Yeah, looking at that from Valladolid, and I, people are gonna think it's a joke. Like the the right back, he's fucking. You know, he's mustard. To be fair, who's looking look at this? The city are looking at him, but apparently Newcastle are very close to signing him. Right, uh, he's a the fullback of Valladolid. He, he looks really good. He looks like he could be one for the future. So look. The window's only open. Um, there was a lot of noise. Like it, it was popping off the other day. Like the window was about to close, and it's gone all quiet again. Yeah. So it just goes to show that these fuckers are trying to fill columns on, on websites and in newspapers because there hasn't really been a whole lot going on, has there? Except for us. Getting no, we, we've done Gakbo yeah. and one or two others have, have done. But rest oh. of I just hope, like. The, the, the fact we're heavily linked with Quisado, today we might be looking at someone else. I just, this Liverpool podcast, Gabby, kind of skimmed over Liverpool. I just pray for the fucking God, there's not three days left in the window. And we're looking around trying to do a long day with fucking yeah. Sanderberg or something. Because yeah. I'd lose the reason. Yeah, like no, I, I wouldn't be happy. I'm not joking. Like, I've coined it. Shoddy, Do you know what, Shoddy? <laughs> If 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 Liverpool if it's three days before the transfer window, right, and Liverpool are linked with Sanderberg, can me and you just tell people we're not doing a podcast on him, we just meet in town and, and just order yeah, points like, again. Like, we'll be back in August. Yeah. Just one of them things on just like uh, <laughs> yeah. all the like, shows uh, on a loop. Look like the twenty four seven shows on your yeah, IPTV. Put fucking QVC on till August because yeah. I won't yeah. be coming on. So we just have just, we just have Keith selling uh, knives from JML for six months. I just, because I'm always like, I would have been banging, and it's not that I'm like a pro FSG, and I'm proud Jürgen Klopp, and I kind of believe Anthony says, I mean, the right player, I always went, yeah, look, we have to get the right player and the right player, but then when I seen them fucking signing Arthur Mellahoy, I was going, how long a fucking second? Yeah, like it was never about the Roy. Player, <coughs> no, because, it, that, because it's it, it, it can't be because you, you no. know the Roy player is not available. Um, and then I are right much. I said like I was wrong. Everyone was right, but I should have got a midfielder. And that's when I go, well, he's not the Roy fellow, but give us him anyway. That makes no sense. You know what, Gav? Someone like your man, um, I can't believe his name's at the slip of my mind. Plays for Valencia. He's from America. He was playing for them at the World Cup. Weston McKinney? No. Someone oh, no, he's with Juventus, wasn't he? Um, someone will call him out the chat. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Spain. Um, oh, what's his name? And he was someone will throw it in. Oh, yeah. I really like the fucking look at him. M- Musa, is it? Musa. Yeah. Musa. Yes, yes, him. He looked... Like, the, the, watching USA in that World Cup reminded me a little bit of watching Liverpool on that club at the start. Just energy, 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 energy. And I thought he was absolutely brilliant with the ball. Yeah. I think he could be a really fucking shrewd signing. I, he's one I'd definitely be looking at because he's he's still young. 
You know what I mean? I think there's about forty be. people in the chat now telling us it is music. Yeah, um, well, they're all googling them now. I know. Googling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Valencia midfielder. Um, yeah, now he, he looked very good, and I'm kind of thinking if you link someone like him, like we could do with him. Someone like like it doesn't have to be a fucking 60, 70 million quid but it doesn't have to be at the end of the bleeding January window. You're going putting your hand in the bleeding the bit the bargain bin. You know what I mean? I think I think he could be a really really shrewd signing like, like for Liverpool. Someone like him. It looks like a man Limer is going to burn yeah. shock at the end. Yeah, of but the but year. his injury records are Paul. Yeah, exactly. So just I just hope that I don't. I want the Liverpool scouts to show me that. Look, we're not fucking pissing in the wind here and we still can't get deals done the way we used it. Because we don't have to be going for the 70, 80 million players. We just need facilitators in that team. We don't need wall beaters. We just need facilitators. Yeah. But just, I think we, we can get two players in with the legs and enough technical ability to let the rest of the lads do the job. We'll finish in the top mm. four. But the, 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 but the other worry you have then is Sean, even if even if even if like say Ox or Kate don't sign deals right and they're available and they're fit you'll start to see a players like that'll just go I'm fucking out of here at the end of the year do you know what I mean and yeah. maybe not now I'm not I'm not saying they would do it but the chances are you know you'll always I'll put it this way if you don't have a good game it's like well he's not fucking bothered anyway he's fucking off in the summer and then of course everyone gets upset again and you know yeah. then you know they're asking for a, a death match between fucking Oxley Chamberlain and Pep Linders to see who's most at fault and um, that's how we, we carry on but before we go I left this to last. Um, Everton. Dropped into the bottom three. Um, I think they're toward from bottom as of tonight. They've been linked with a forward off Middlesbrough. Ockpam, I think is his name. Um, He's been quite good for Middlesbrough, I think, this season. And there was talk that they'd they'd look for a loan deal for Danny Ings off Aston Villa as well. So they're obviously looking for something up top because... It's not working. Like Dwight, Mc... Dwight McNeil's free kick for the, for the, that he, he swung in for that fourth goal for Brighton last night. I know, I know. Um, again, a guy passed it to Gross, but the ball from uh, Dwight McNeil, where he's like shaping up as if he's Ronaldo to cross it again, and just balloons it to the back post. There, nobody was fucking mad, right? But Dwight McNeil's not the only. Anthony Gordon has six goals for Everton or seven goals in his whole career, um, and he should have taken someone's hand off. I think it was Chelsea actually in the summer. Um, Mopay just doesn't score goals. And I I read one tweet today where it went, Pickford launched the ball up the pitch tonight and Mopay's first hitch, first touch, <laughs> zoomed back to Pickford. And I was like, please make that be true. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> please make Mopay's first touch be a pass back to Pickford from 60 yards. But um, he doesn't score goals. Gordon, you know, um, they've lost with Charles and the other fella is always injured and turns up and every feels like, you know, Calvert-Leon who was really... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know my annoying ways, Braz and Nick or something. Yeah, the fella on the on the Everton spaces. But, one, Shawnee, I get the impression that they don't have fuck all to spend because they're still hamstrung by FFP um, in a massive way because of their losses. Um, Uzmanov can't get back involved there, so that's that gone. They have a stadium that they're building and they will have to put a lot of money towards. Mishiri's probably sitting there going, how much do I fucking put in here? And Everton fans are genuinely turning around going, all great and all, the stadium, but we'd be in the championship playing. How, I'm not going to say how worried are you, but does it look like, you know, last season we thought these could go down. This feels like, I think last night looked like an Everton side that could just punch themselves out very, very quickly here. 
end of January they could be going this is fucking gone disaster Gav he had I know he's not everyone's cup of tea but the fella's a match winner he doesn't get a lot of goals but he gets big goals he had Richardson last year yeah I looked him out in a lot of the games and like you said just punching themselves out I, I don't see where where everything had the quality they should have sold Blade Lily Savage to Chelsea for 60 million in the summer Lily really <laughs> Savage yeah they should have said, like, if you look at that game last night, all right, I seen a thing today. Um, I like watching other fan channels. I do, because you get, you don't get this, like, perspective of the Mongols on Sky who are pretending they know what the story yeah. is. You get the real fan perspective from fans of the club. So it's raw. It's exactly what they think. And your man, I think your man paid on Toppy TV, made a great point saying, I'm looking at Brighton last night and they got that Matoma lad. They got him for next to nothing, all right? They got Koiseido for, like, four million. They dunk Feltman, Estepinian, like, they got him for next to nothing. Like, that's recruitment. Yeah. That's perfect recruitment. <coughs> the young lad, Ferguson. Like, Brighton are exactly what... Well, everything should be. Yeah, but Everton wanted to be a fucking Liverpool. No, because they looked down on the likes of Brighton. Exactly. Mm. But that they, they should have... They should have adapted their culture. Instead, they were like, no, you know what? We've loads of money and we're going to spend it on shite. Now, I like Dwight McNeil. I think he's a good player. But he paid over the odds. He paid way over the odds for Roy Wobby. Look at some of the other shite. I don't know. Wobby's the player of the year so far. I don't even know. There's some of the other shite that they signed, Gab. It's just, it's fucking, it's mind boggling what's going on there for everything. And they've been so poorly run for a decade that I genuinely believe now the best thing for them would be to go down. It would be like Newcastle. I don't know if that's true from Dylan O'Rourke, but he says the Brighton starting eleven cost less than the Wobby. Yeah, it probably did. It probably did. And 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 that's kind of when you're looking at like the decision making at everything is meant like sixty million for your man Gordon. He's fucking like I got lashed for saying Simicast is piss, alright? Probably over the top. I don't think Simicast is great, put it that way. But yeah. see that anti Gordon thing, he is piss. He is fucking championship. Like, I'll score loads of goals in the championship, but I'll be all right in the Premier League. And Chelsea offered 60 million for him, and they torn it down. I would have been building that fucker out the door and just reinvesting it. They're in a really, really, really bad spot, everything now, because I don't even know whether they have the money to invest in the squad. Or do no, that, that's, what, that's what I was talking to... Um... I think the only thing that they're really that blessed by, and I actually think he'd be fucking mad to take it, is that Sean Deutsch is available. But and if they got him, he'd keep him up. Yeah, but he may do. But yeah, he might. Sean Deutsch suits you if you're in this position on a regular basis. But I don't know if he comes in. He might keep them up, but then I don't know how far they go with Sean Deutsch. But you see, the thing is, right? The pro- Sean Deutsch probably does, right? But Sean Dyche should come in there and keep them up and then go next season and they'll they'll start out and they make three or four signings, right, or whatever. And then they'll be playing like Sean Dyche, the team. And then every fans will go, what the fuck is this we're watching? Right? And and as always, good as they'll be like fucking nah, 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 right? And it's mad, bro. I was talking to um I was talking to Dave Downey, the Everton fan, he's on the Blue Room, and that's a really good podcast, by the way, because they're very fucking honest, right? Um, so honest, like it's it's ridiculous. I listened to them after they were beaten by Wolves, 
and it was about 45 minute show and I listened to it all and I messaged Dave after to say it was it was a good show um, but they're so honest but I've been talking to Dave saying what do you make of this and he's going Gav in my opinion it's inevitable we go down because the squad we have the manager we have the financial state we're in it's not like other clubs where you can go we can buy our way out of this in January we can we can spend 40 million in January or 50 million in January and hope it works out and he said it's just not there at the moment unless he finds some sort of miracle and he's literally convinced himself that, that everything are going down he f- and the words he uses is inevitable because he looks at he's even saying because I said to him could we have a conversation on Benitez and Lampard and he said Gav Benitez should never have been at, at Everton simple because wow. of who he is right but he said he can't see a manager coming in and getting more out of his team than what's there at the moment he said they're just not good enough he said he said it's not like it's not like they don't have he said they're not making chances he said and they're not making chances if they go long direct they're not making chances to try to play football he said they're just not there who did they buy in the summer they bought Dwight McNeil on a free they bought they got Tarkowski on a free they brought in Onana from I think it was Ren or some I think yeah. it might have been Ren. They paid money for him, didn't they, as well? They paid decent money for him. Um, and I think that might have been it. Like, but, like, Dave Downey is very level-headed and says it as it is, and he's not I going to... a lot of American fans are because they don't really have any fucking choice whether but to be any other way. But, you know, like, yeah, but but it's funny you say that. But as a, as, a, as a club overall, you think that as a club and fan base, they keep looking at Liverpool... And are are united or city and in, in the northwest and aspire to be. We should be up there with them instead of looking around and going. Do you know what might be a really good base, like you said. What are Brighton doing? Mm. Let, because the funny thing is, if everything went and done what Brighton are doing, right? They'd be pushing for top six, and be, because they're a big club, everything they still are. You then they could look and go, let's get to that. But they don't want to. They want to go from seventeenth to fourth. And anything yeah. in between is like, what the fuck is going on? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 a bit mad. Uh, Cody, sorry, is in on loan, but makes it they were very a, a mole point. The, yeah. When they started fucking around, didn't they? They're, like, that could have been a complete... The, the, yeah, man, Cody was from Ajax, and they, they started acting the bollocks. Yeah. Started delivering, and then, you know, he just came in and paid 100 million for Anthony, and they were like, yeah, we're not letting them go now. Yeah. Like, I don't know... If it doesn't happen this year, it'll happen next year to everything. Because like you said, they'll get a manager in and they'll want them out by Christmas. Because I don't need, they don't have the facilities at the moment to prop the squad up. So I actually don't know what they're going to do. Like, they probably would have been the type of focus. Danny, Danny Ings is told he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but riddled with injuries. They probably would have given him a fucking four-year contract on big money. And ended yeah, up. It's, it's, it's all over so, the place, but everything will, probably, everything will probably look to... Or a cup price deals bring in one or two in January and hope it gives them a kick. But if even if you get rid of even if you got rid of Lampard and you brought in Sean Dyche, then you've a load of players sitting there going, I could be fucking out of here now in three, four, five months because this fella doesn't fancy me. You know what I mean? And and then all that comes into your head. Maybe you get a bounce off it. But to me, listen, they got a point at City, they've been beaten close by likes of wolves and different things and they've had a couple of decent wins and that. But when at I, home. Well, yeah, but when I looked at them last night, Shani, from the extended highlights I watched, do you know when you see a team getting beaten 3-0 and you're like, they're well in that game, they're unlucky. 
this was ragged. This was fellas, oh, got, fellas yeah, jumping yeah. on the ground with their heads trying to block stuff and on. You're like, what yeah, the fuck yeah, are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It just, you know, when you get that feel off something that is like, this is the start of this inevitability that Dave Downey speaks of. That's what kind of felt. Um, let me see a uh, couple of comments before we go. Um, lads, you have to question not just ability but application too. Everything are really, really, really shit, Chelsea. Um, like Chelsea players down tools so so easy. Yeah, and if they do down tools, they're gone because there's only so much players will put up with being booed and shouted and fucking abused as well. Um, on a weekly basis, and then they just go fuck this. Like I like Calvert Lewin. If, if everything go down, someone like take Calvert Lewin. He knows this. You know, Tarkowski will get, get a move. Cody, he might make the deal apparently if they're in the championship. Everton mightn't do it. You know, so they all get fucked. They all get their moves anyway because they all feel like they're Premier League players and they go, they go on the cheap and someone will take them. But um, can can the Everton afford the compensation package for Lampard? That's another thing. We don't know. But listen, we've gone off on a mad tangent the way transfers are more of it. We have when we were having this comment because we were having like similar to the one we were having about midfielders at Liverpool this time last year. We were having this conversation around everything last year, and we were thinking to ourselves, right, when you spend all that money, you're bound to have some sort of sellable assets there that you can get rid of and bring in a few quid for. And the only one we ever talked about was Richarlison, and he's gone now. Mm. You know, what I mean? man, sorry, Dylan Rooks at Gardner was signed off United as well. Um, haven't. Didn't even fucking he haven't seen him. What? Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Did he go to Everton? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. James Garner. Yeah. Yeah. So um there you go. It's one of those. But look, um hold been, on, hold on. No, see genuinely do you have. Genuinely. Um that was in the summer. Uh but what? look he played for Everton. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know. Twenty million. That's because uh, I think United oh, played. Um, United played um, pre-season. Who was the cl- the crowd Falcao was playing for? Boyacano. Right. Pre-season, and my mate was at the game. And uh, he's in the WhatsApp. He made Zambra now. He's gas like he, he's an United fan, but he's so blunt when it comes to football. And it was at the time United like fucking crying out for the midfield. And one of the lads said, "Lads, Yaman Garner and then Zambra turns around and goes, I'm at the watching them there uh, playing it because he played in the Championship last year for Forest. Yeah. He goes, if he's a Premier League player, I'll eat me Mickey. I said he's <laughs> fucking old. So he but goes, he went to Everton for fifteen million quid. Yeah. Um, so that's that's yeah. how it goes. And Forrest wanted yeah. to go back, says Laszlo. But look, um, we've gone through loads of names there. Um, I'm sure more will pop up next week. Um, these shows, the NTK shows, usually one a week during the transfer window. But if something else pops up or it gets a bit heated, we'll throw a second one in on the week. Tomorrow, me and Keith are back, and we're going to look at we're going to look at the Premier League as it stands, just on the halfway point, and what we expect from the clubs from the top right down to the bottom. So. We'll have a good natter about um, all the clubs right through tomorrow from 10 o'clock. Um, Friday, um, our forecast show is back um, looking at the FA Cup weekend, which should be good. And Saturday will be full-time Reds from 10 o'clock after Liverpool against Wolves from Anfield. Um, check out bookmakers.com. You can go on there. If you like what you see and you gamble, gamble responsibly. If you don't, 
don't go on if you don't want to but if you want to check some stats some comparisons between players for your fancy football because it does work like that um you can absolutely go on there and see update on injury news and stuff like that so there's a lot more to that website than just gambling but as i said if gambling is not for you it's not for you and if it is make sure you do so responsibly the link for our website and our youtube channel is in the description Um, i will be on a show on friday it should be released on their uh, youtube channel so if you subscribe to them hit the bell icon and i'll be there previewing um the fa cup this weekend and hopefully once a week for the rest of the season it's been a really good show Um, i've really enjoyed it Um, shawnee good value as always a lovely everton chat at the end seems to have perked everyone up shawnee i'm being honest with you um and of course the chat has been amazing hit the like button on your way out there's hundreds of you watching there 115 likes three people don't like us but what can you do no you, as, as my mar always says you can't be liked by everyone so um that's it shawnee anything else before we go no, all good, yeah. all good. Enjoy that. Um, fucking gas these IT guy. I can't wait to see who the name is. I'd say you just have like a big, uh, now like one of them bingo rollers. And I right. think your man Roman puts his hand in it and pulls out a name and then pulls out a club yeah. and says, I'm going to make this work by yeah. this week. And everyone follows her up. It's fucking great. Uh, someone in the chat earlier did mention them and said, um, and I want to get this right before... I do. Uh, Kevo Sullivan says NTK is a massive show. Even Romano's a huge fan. Well, he couldn't be because we blocked him. All right. Talk to you in a bit. <laughs> Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.